the World Health Organization. Open up. We need your data. China, open up. Come back later. It is Chinese New Year. Happy New Year's, China. Well, it looks like the Who in Wuhan has come to a conclusion. Wuhan, China. And how did it end? Oh, you know, just like we expected it to, with China refusing to provide data about、uh, the coronavirus that would have shed some light on how it、uh, got out into the world and spread to the rest of us and killed so many people all over the globe, and still is, including people in China and including people in every country of every listener imaginable, because this has touched the entire globe, kind of like Morgulans. I think Morgulans has touched the entire globe. <sighs> sad, sad state of affairs. When twenty-something odd years on, you still don't have basic demographic information. But we've known about this for a long time. We've known about it through the internet, and you know what other way would people communicate about it? They say that it's a you know mass hysteria brought about by the internet age. Well. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's just stupid. Because by the same logic, you could say that autism was brought about by the internet. Obviously, we have learned that misinformation and disinformation are effective tools at causing mass delusion, as illustrated by Operation Jackass Rednecks on January sixth at the Capitol in Washington D.C., United States of America. However. They have no evidence to support their claims. I got videos, pictures, y'all. I got evidence. Just nobody will look at it. I got the data. Unlike China, I'm willing to provide it. And yeah, sorry, I find it kind of hard to believe that some poacher in China was just out there. Who the fuck poaches bats? I really don't know. China's trying to blame some like frozen French fries. Just a quick thing about the foil.、Um, You know, here lately, my Morgulans has kind of amped it up a bit.、Uh, they got some balls and decided to, you know, really dig down in there and attack. And、um, yeah, bring it, motherfuckers! You don't control me. You don't scare me. Stupid Morgulans.、Um, But anyway, yeah, this foil, you know, that I've been talking about since day one, has been coming out of my hands. Well, it's still happening, but it's changed. Yeah, the foil has changed.、Um, it is—I don't even know how to say this. I'm just gonna say it. It has letters on it. Yeah, yeah, or like shapes or designs or something. I, I don't. I swear to God, they look like letters. I, you know, it's just too. In, I'm. It's too incredible to be true. So. You know, I, I'm 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 believing what I see, but like I said yesterday, I'm also, you know, hanging back before I make final judgments because there could be other explanations. Like maybe it rubbed off of something else. You know, I don't.、Um, I still don't know how to explain the fact that I'll be looking at my palm. There's nothing on my palm, and then out of the tip of one of my fingers. Suddenly appears a piece of kind of weird, like kind of wavy, like segmented foil. Foil on one side, white or light blue on the other side, with black.、Uh, I don't know writing. You know, at this point, I won't even be surprised one day if I look down, and you know, a tag comes out of my hand that says "Made in China." I don't. It's hard to explain. I have pictures if you want to see.、Um, everybody's like, "Who's this crazy bitch?"、Um, it's me, Crystal Clear here.
Thanks for listening to more Morgulons. Got a great episode coming up today. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, check it out, you guys. I find this to be very dissatisfying. Uh, This is from CNN. China seizes on lack of who breakthrough in Wuhan to claim coronavirus vindication. Analysis by James Griffith, CNN. Wednesday, February 10th, uh, this was published. So if you read what the Chinese state media, so, you know, the propaganda of China, uh, you could be forgiven for thinking the World Health Organization's investigation into the origins of COVID-19 had ruled out Wuhan as the potential source of the pandemic. Ahead of their four-week visit to the central Chinese city, which wrapped up this week, the WHO team had warned their research might not turn up anything particularly groundbreaking. They cited the length of time since infections first started spreading in Wuhan and the degree to which the city has been disinfected and sterilized since. First of all, let's just clear... Let's be clear about one thing. You cannot sterilize a city. Uh, sterile means sterile. Like, you know, you could do surgery in here. It's not sterile, y'all. Um, disinfected, maybe. As, re- as residents endured a lengthy lockdown and subsequently returned to relative normality. So what? They just do a lengthy lockdown. Did they stop all flights? Domestic and international travelers and border crossing. I, I don't think they did. Did they all? Because I, I still don't quite understand how just putting people on lockdown. And by the way, you can't put everybody on lockdown. There still has to be like, you know, the manner of survival that comes about, which involves humans as far as I still know. I think that's still true, right? We don't have robots you know, delivering us food in a sterile environment. No, we're all living in the same world. So how the fuck? I just, I don't, I don't get that. But anywho, they returned to relative normality. 5,000 dead. That's a Thursday here in a, an assisted living facility in the United States of America. But yeah, okay. Wow, they're really good at infection control over there, I guess. Okay. Um... So, and so therefore, while somewhat disappointing, it was no shock that the team did not reveal any major surprises in presenting their findings Tuesday. No surprises. The most definitive the the investigators could be was in dismissing suggestions that the virus escaped from a Chinese lab dedicated to studying such infections. On most other issues, the WHO experts prevaricated or admitted there was no clear evidence. So basically, they went over there, they were refused the data that they needed to you know, pin down, where did this thing come from? And yet they say it definitely didn't come from the lab studying coronaviruses uh, in Wuhan. Hmm. Okay. But why? Like, you can't just, you know, yeah, definitely didn't. But but why do you say that? You still haven't, re- they're hiding something. We know that, right? They're not being transparent. They're not being transparent at all. They were led around that country and that city 
like I said, by the nose with clothespins on their noses because China didn't want them to smell something that stinks over there. I, you know what, I'm perfectly willing to accept the results of their investigation, but I need a little bit more information about the investigation and the logic and rationale between them being so definitive and ruling that out. It, it's, I don't understand, like when did, when did uh, the World Health Organization and the CDC and these institutions that are supposed to be for the public good and the public's health, when did they become so political? And patronizing. It's very patronizing. Look, I understand the geopolitical implications of um, if there is evidence and it is true that China fabricated a bioweapon or bioweapons in the form of a virus and unleashed it upon the world. Well, you know, that's pretty much instant world war, guys. I mean, what, how else do you respond to that? That's, that cannot be allowed. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I can see maybe some people at the top in the World Health Organization or the CDC or wherever uh, saying, you know, that could cause even more public health issues and human suffering. So let's just hide it and, you know, try to figure this out behind the scenes, how to respond or do some covert operate. I, you know, who the fuck knows? But here's the problem with that. Even though technically that I can see their line of logic, that's sort of in a way like the quintessential uh, liberal um, democratic humanist sort of tendency, I feel like. But you cannot withhold the truth from the people and if you don't know the truth then why are you definitively saying it didn't come from a lab how can you definitively say that you know where it didn't come from when you can't definitively say that you know where it did come from that that just doesn't make sense i don't i don't buy it and i'm not saying that I believe that China made the coronavirus and unleashed it on the world. I think it's possible, though. And I don't think that anyone has ruled it out. I mean, if they have, if the WHO did through their investigation, tell us how. Tell us how. They're not. And so, you know, they're about as transparent as China, I guess. (laughs) But, yeah, the truth will eventually be revealed. I hope I'm alive to see it. Um, maybe, maybe not. Depends. I guess that depends. Um, but you know, here's the thing. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Morgulons, but I know that it is bizarre. You guys, it is bizarre. It seems like some kind of a hybrid organism. That's like a plant, an animal. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but here's one thing. I know it's not all in my head. Because I went to the eye doctor recently, and uh, yeah, it was not a good visit. Not a good visit. Uh, It's not all in my head, guys. Apparently, it is coated all over my eyeballs. Yes. So, uh, I I made an appointment for an eye exam. You know, I mentioned on the show at one point that I was going to make an appointment for a physical. And, you know, I, I really don't like going to the doctor. 
But if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. But, you know, sometimes we got to take some, like, baby steps. So I was like, you know what, let me go to an eye exam. Then maybe I'll take a spin over to the dentist's office, and then I'll go to the doctor. Or maybe I'll do the doctor, then the dentist. I don't know. I really don't like either of them. But anyway, um, but yeah, so <laughs> go to the eye doctor, and I'm thinking this is not going to be anything but a routine eye exam. I used my last contact and I realized that my prescription was expired. So I made an appointment and I went in and, you know, the first person that I saw in the waiting room, they said, Miss Crystal Clear. I went back. The like up to, uh, up to, what do you call them? Optometrist, whatever. Their, their assistant person like did the preliminary kind of screening test. And I should have thought, it was kind of odd when I couldn't even remotely read the big letter E on the eye exam chart because, you know, I'm pretty blind, y'all, but, like, I could read the big E. Um, but I didn't really think about it. I put my glasses back on, went back out to the waiting room. Then the doctor finally called me back in. As he's doing the eye exam, he's, like, looking at my last prescription from 2017 and... He's like, your vision has really like declined precipitously and your stigmatisms have as well. And your eyes are really inflamed and they're the texture of sandpaper when they should be smooth. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, um, you have some serious inflammation in both eyes. They're like covered in this dust. And I'm like, wait, what? And he goes, yeah, yeah, hold on. And by the way, he was a really good doctor, like a little pudgy kind of Asian guy. He was like kind of cute. Like I kind of liked them. But um, he said, yeah, let me, let me put this dye in your eye. It turns it like yellow. It'll turn the dust stuff yellow probably. And I'll take a picture on my iPhone and show you what it looks like. Like through the uh, little machine he was looking through and using this like blue light. And I'm like, wow, okay, cool, thank you. And so he puts the dye in my eyes and he, hold on, let me back up before I tell you about this. So the time before last in 2015, not the 2017 exam, but the one before that, two years before that in 2015, I'd had my eyes examined and the doctor was like, uh, you have a, little crystal embedded in your eye and I was like what and she got out like some kind of crazy doctor tweezers and pulled um a white crystal out of my eye <laughs> I thought it was strange then but it just kind of went out of my memory because I just there was never any explanation for it and she was like well maybe it's a calcium deposit but I mean it was weird you know but anyway so he gets out the dye he puts it in my eyes and then he shows me, he tries to take a picture with his iPhone, you know, of what he's looking at through the lens of his machine with the blue light that, you know, I guess autofluoresces or something, the, you know, particles in my eyes. And, and I look at the picture and he's showing me my eyeballs, like the colored parts of my eyes, as well as the white parts, but especially the colored parts are covered in these 
um, in these like flakes, like these like weird, what can I say? I, they look like Morgulons to me. Um, I think he called them, well, he didn't really say what they were, they were, but when I looked at his computer, he had pulled up something and I think it said keratinocytes and, um, you know, that would kind of be going along with some of the Morgulons things that come up. I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it means, but he wouldn't even write me a freaking prescription for contacts. He wrote me a prescription for a steroid eye drop, which I'm really hesitant to use. I'm still thinking about it. Um, and he wants me to come back and see him next Saturday, a week from today. He was already booked, but he fit me in at 930. Did he like me too? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I'm going blind y'all. That's right. Do you think that when I go blind that I'll be like, all my other senses will be heightened and I'll have like a superpowers and I'll basically be able to play piano like Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. I don't know y'all. Everglass. Everglass is half empty and half full. This fucking Morgulon was just laying on the piano. It's fucking. Oh my god. These Morgulons may never be gone. There's another one, y'all. Hanging out on the There's like no end. These goddamn things. Why? Why? Guys, it's so annoying. I, I wish I could tell you how many goddamn worms are in here. Just They just are everywhere. They come out of every nook and cranny. They look like hairs. They pretend to be hairs. But trust me, fool. They ain't no hairs. They move and shit. Got him off. I know that nobody believes me, and I don't need to be believed. I just Y'all know how to get Morgulons gone. Give me a call. Would love to hear from you. Would love to hear from many of y'all about anything. Thanks for listening, as always, and stay tuned. Mm -hmm.